Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand-up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques. No, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity. And if they're the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. I mean, I, I, I say this uh, probably with a punchline at the end if I can come up with one, but really, I mean, Stuart, I mean, have you ever considered, like, I mean, maybe this is a tie-in for your podcast, like, there's a coffee table book here. I mean, a really mm. grim t- coffee table book, but like, <laughs> that's probably not one. Like, but, I mean, seriously, like, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you have enough of this stuff now, and you could certainly go get rights at certain places, but, like, this... This is really something that people should see. Yeah, it's like I think so, and that's the reason when I sat down and started this, I was I told you I have no idea what either one of you are going to say about this because in unless I'm just that weird, this stuff takes your breath away. It's fascinating. It makes you think. Just looking at it, it yeah, there's a definitely sadness. There is yeah. sadness involved. Sure, there's also a macabre type of thing but it's also art yeah and the human hand and all of that stuff is wrapped up into one piece that's hanging on your wall i don't see how anybody could actually hold it in their hand and look at it and think gross and that's all they thought right how could that be all you think when you see this That's the first thing i thought when you said it was gross and then you looked at it and you went oh my god that's not gross right yeah. Hair on my soap is gross. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's another one. I'm going to, Tom, do you want, you want me Later, to describe? <laughs> there's hair art in my soup. Who oh, wants to nice. describe this one? This is, I'm handing that to Tom. It's hair art. Like, it looks like, they look like, uh, it's like flowers, some tight winds, some, uh, I'm not doing too good a job describing this, but no, the, you're doing horribly. I am doing horrible. <laughs> you're Some doing it, horribly. A couple of them look like uh, this eyes. is more of a branch. They look, like, they look like eyes with eyelashes instead of flowers, like some okay. of the leaves. Um, and then the, the sort of uh, this is this is more rookie. This is more rookie job, I think. But it's you know it looks like a that branch. Doesn't grab you as much? Yeah, it's got a branch feel to it. Yeah, and it's and it, like I said, the little the little ovally eye looking things are. It's still cool, but I, this is a letdown after the other ones. The frame yeah. is even worse. Yeah, that, I'm mean? not. I'm not crazy about that frame. The little. I like the the way the picture is in there with this. I like that too because it's kind of a small stapled on. That's nice. That's but it looks like a. I like think a that's baseball like a needle. It looks like kind of. It looks to me like a some sort of needle. Oh yeah, it does. And and I I thought I don't know, but maybe that was involved in the making of it or something. I don't know. Let Peter take a look, see what happens. I think you're right. I think it's a needle. I think I'm going the other way on this during this podcast. Now I'm like, now you're turning again, bringing around. Now I'm like, huh? This is no. I like. I oh, like. but and but this one also has a, a I mean, a distinctly faded uh, photograph in it, mm-hmm. which looks to be it looks to be a daguerreotype. I mean, it's it's that mm-hmm. period. Yeah. The, the photo is oddly the most interesting part of that one. I like the photo a lot, and I like 
I think that's a needle that's holding the photograph to the to the mat up top. You're yes, right. it is. You're right. Yeah. We clarified that already. You're right. How many times you got to hear you're right? Well, I did. Peter was looking at it. We, you know, <laughs> Peter might Peter might have said, "No, it's not." I know what that is, and that is that is a stick made out of dead fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big toe staple. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know. Big, but the Egyptians, yes, they were yeah. big into they were big into 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 toenail staples. They were the inventors of that. Yeah, and it's sort of interesting. Uh, there's uh, there, un- underneath the photograph. There's a caption, and it's it's from the gallery that took the the picture. It's not. I thought it was a name. I was trying to check it out. Oh, okay, yeah, and I've seen that before on it's those. It's like Oregon or something. It's unfortunately obscured by the hair art, but it's like Greenfield Gallery or something like that. So it was the name of the photographer. Yeah, like like yeah. the business, like yeah. whatever. Would you say those look like eyes and eyelashes, or more like paramecium? Well, I mean, there's there's a so in this one, I mean, it's an uh, odd question. Is it, is, if you look but, at it again, and you think paramecium, I think. I, I actually, yeah. Now that you mention it, I do. These are again less like you were saying. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to say, you know, bush league hair art, but it's. <laughs> But it, it's, it, it, it's, it's it's sort of like jokes cur- all the way through this all the episode. way through this episode. I like it. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, sorry. There's a Bush joke in there somewhere. But uh, uh, right. That's actually what it is. It's, see, see, if it's pubic hair art, it's a Bush. Oh, let's. Uh, <laughs> I got what you meant. When you said Matt, that. Yeah, Matt, let's keep the first joke. Let's dump the second one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, these are more like like four leaf clovers that uh, are sort of braided four-leaf clover so it's not mm-hmm. how put it you wouldn't mistake this for real flowers where some of the other ones could easily you know at a distance yeah. be mistaken for flowers yes yes, yes. Yeah. yeah i agree with that this one doesn't have whatever that is whatever that little magic touch is yeah. the, the the other ones really if you're walking through and just glance at them they're flowers right Right. You have to get close to realize. Yeah, and some of them might go their lace flowers, right? I mean, and yeah, they, they don't yeah. they don't look biological in mm-hmm. that botanical way, but right. but they look like you know they don't look like hair. I mean, they're not immediately like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, let's do one more. How many more okay. you got? We got one. I, you know, let's do one more. He's got dozens. Yeah, at what point do you reach your hair art limit? You know, what I, mean? I don't think there is one. I mean, if I had money, it's the type of thing that, I mean, I you know, I've I've managed to to uh, gather a few in my collection that I think are really uh, that really have something to them, some magic to them, you know. But I've seen some hair art that is enormous and just God, I have no idea how many hours it took someone to do that, and I've never found a piece of hair art. That is that large, like a. Re- I've seen some that are literally wreaths of hair. That each little tiny piece is something, you know. Like Bobby Jules. They're fifteen. They're fifteen hundred bucks. They're two thousand dollars. So you in know, your, in your research, have you found out uh, what this would cost? No, I. I mean, I'm sure I, mean, I have, but I don't remember. Okay. Are there in the hair art community? Are there? You know, is there a Michelangelo of hair art? Are there? Don't I don't I, I, no because I, I I mean I, I, I'm gonna make a guess based on the period is that like this is how put it uh, a pretty basic skill. No, it's more that it's 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 like 
uh, like book illustrators, meaning that um, it's a skill, and although we would consider it artistic, it was it was more of a craft, if you follow. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I mean, in other words, this like is a not taxidermist. Kind of. I mean, in that, like, there are people that do it well, and there are people that do it less well, but it is considered something that, uh, you know, although clearly people have put a lot of effort into this, it, I mean, it's kind of like lace, right? You know, there are people that do it well, and there are people that do it less well, but nobody's signing it. Okay. You know, it's Yeah, intent- yeah, I follow what you're saying, yeah. You know, and, right. and just like uh, book illustrators in the 19th century, like... You were good, you know, you would take the drawing, and that was done by an artist and it was signed. But if you were the person carving into the copper for copper plate, although that was, we would look at that as a very artistic skill, for them it was it was a craft. It but was, I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. the people that collect it now, the, the amongst collectors. Like it you would said, not. Like, the way people are with the, like, what you talked about in another episode, the Pez dispensers. They're like, well, this was first. There has to yeah. be somebody that there's, like, a the the people out of New Hampshire were the bet They were, like, compared to the Georgia I, hair yeah, artists. Here's, here's but, my, it, but they're it, doing a whole other level up here. Right, but it, it would be considered, what I mean in, in terms of, like, when you're talking about artistic, like, nobody's signing these, right? There's no... You know, because they, they wouldn't consider it something to sign. Like, it would be like, uh, I don't know, a, a 19th century tailor, right? They, right? There might be a mark or something like that, but it's not like, okay. you know, oh, you know, like, oh, that's a Hugo Boss suit. Right. It, it wasn't like that. It was that this was your job, and it was, there were people that did it better and people who did it worse. Certainly in your town, you would know. Like, who you, know, you go, You go, go to Millie for that, you know. Now she's gonna call. She's gonna charge you more, but you know it's worth it. What's the highest level of creepy that I guess creepy is kind of weird, uh, relative to what people do with dead relatives? You know what I mean? Like you're like you're, like <laughs> like hair art. Like well, I don't know. Somehow the I creepiest thinking, thing that do, people you've seen Psycho, right? That's right. that's that's yeah, pretty like, much top. Like is there like like is there? I know people like taxiderm their pets. Do people? Has yeah. anybody ever Boy, been? That's, so, a, that's on my list. A taxiderm. I have never found a taxidermied pet, but that is on my list of boy. I hope I do. I hope I find one for reasonable. You know, I'd love to buy a cat, dog, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> to be clear, yeah. Wait, Tom's just staring at me. What? Aghast. I like. Are you really? I, I sort of am. Can't you just? Really? Can't you just get one from the? Can't you just get a rescue that didn't work out? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you can get this done. I mean, <laughs> I got. Hey, I got this not quite rescued, right? I got him <laughs> with the day after Peter was like, "Tomorrow he goes." If you don't, nobody comes and gets him. You know what I'm saying? Except a, the taxidermist for right. you. He's a factory second. <laughs> <laughs> or you say, "Yeah, he's a rescue." I mean, briefly. <laughs> he's rescued for about a day and a half, then. Right. Off we to were, the taxidermy we, shop he went. We were on uh, rescue. We didn't quite get there in time. This is I have to say this. This is one of the joys of my life is when I'm with two comedians that I respect tremendously, I feel sixteen again. I feel like we're just giggling and gig, you know, I yes. like that feeling. Like we're telling jokes that are naughty and you know, and we're tagging one right after another. Yeah. I bet people are more uh, uh more sort of put off by the jokes about the taxidermy dog than they Probably. are about the, the dead baby hair ones in the beginning of the show. 
Yeah, that wouldn't shock me. That wouldn't shock me at all. Because you know, you know that people also knit. I mean, this is modern day. Now it's weird, and they, you know, you're going to get the article about. Well, check out this woman's weird hobby. But uh, people do like dog blankets, meaning hair from a dog. Like you know, you weave it because it's warmer, or what? I, no, or is it I a just, remembrance thing. Well, I mean, they, you know, also it may just be, you know, if you've got a husky. Well, what am I going to do with this? I, you know, I brush it every week, and Jesus, I got a pile of it. And it's, then like it's like cheap. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like my son does with his mom's hair. Somebody's like, you know, I really miss petting Scooby. You know what I mean? It's they they get his hair and they just mm-hmm. put it on yeah, a or like a like a like a what are these things called? Armrest, armrest cover, armrest. Like of your you, old you dog. Put, you put that thing from the TV made on uh, as seen <laughs> on TV where you put your remote control in a little pocket. Make you know, make one of those oh, out of your head. former and, pet armrest cover. Come why on, not? Don't, why not keep petting your dead? Pet? I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. I know that is a, is a newer. Uh, it might not even be newer, but it's at least I know it's still kind of popular now. Is grave headstone? Uh, what do you what do you call it when you put a piece of paper against something and a rubbing? A rubbing, right? A headstone rubbing. You know, yeah. That I mean, people do that. Oh yeah, all the time, all the time. Yeah, you know, and I don't know if that's a new thing or if they've been doing it for hundreds of years. Uh, or what? Rubbings are, I mean, I mean, God knows the the art of it, as it were. I mean that you know, or the you know people doing it. I mean, they've been doing it for a hell of a long time. That you know, that's how the, like you know people used to do with hieroglyphics, right? You know, you get the mm-hmm. you get the hieroglyphics on the wall. You take a rubbing. You, you know, that's how you right. take it home and share it with the other Egyptologists. You know, a comic that does that. Rubbing, you know a lot. We, you know, you, the thing is, you eventually find a lot of comics are into rubbing. Right? I uh, we'll edit that one out. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I know I have a buddy. I don't. He doesn't really do the. the I think he might have done one or two of the rubbings, but his thing is he's into uh, the. So he's a big Civil War buff, you know, and he's visited every single gravesite of the generals, and a couple of them are like. There's one of them's buried in Germany. And he went to Germany and visited the gravesite. He was also, it's not like he just flew there for that, but he had a, he was dating a girl who had a relative in Germany and she kind of wanted to go visit her relative. And he said, well, I've got to go to this gravesite. So yeah, let's plan a trip to Germany. I appreciate the, the fact that the, that the, that he did that. The general went there. Like if you, like the other generals stuck around and were like, still lived in the United States. Like you fought against us and you, you were like a head us. guy. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Go live in Germany. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These are the same people that still support that those people that are like, if you don't like it, then get out of our country. No, you lost. All your guys should have got out of the country. Sure. All right, let's do one more here. Uh, uh, and let me interject for a moment here since yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, producer of the show, Matt Holt, uh, just texted me this link. Um, I guess me because he figured I would actually look at my phone. Um, He's, you're the only one that he has his number. He doesn't mm, have my number. Ah, uh, see, that's that's, that's that's smart. I'm kidding. Um, so, uh, the Mutter Museum of the College of Philadelphians. That is the greatest. Let me sit that. Let me sit down. I don't. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Mutter. 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 Yeah, Mutter. Because it's the Mutter Museum is the greatest museum I've ever been in. Well, you, you should go back to it because. Uh, there is an upcoming exhibition, Woven Strands, The heart, the Art of Human Hair Work. Holy I told which, you. Which you. will showcase five different private collections of hair art. Holy crap. Uh, by the way, in 1867, according to this article, mm-hmm. um, a man named Mark Campbell 
published a 276-page book called Self-Instruction in the Art of Hair Work, Dressing Hair, Making Curls, Switches, Braids, and Hair Jewelry of Every Description. Uh, pages and pages of illustration, um, and it basically it is a 276-page manual published in 1867. It's hair art for dummy. He was yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it was, by the way, uh, it was most common during the second half of the 19th century, which makes sense. We were talking about that, you know, sort of. You have photographs, but you only got, you know, you 1875. Need, yeah, you know, I mean, you nineteen, know, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, eighteen fifty to eighteen, you know, nineteen hundred to nineteen hundred. So, photography, photography starting to come in. Yeah, just barely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, that's that's a time when you're looking for uh, other uh, memento mori, if you will. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Tom's Tom's breaking into my junk. I'm getting it out while he's telling me this. Okay. Now, they used wire. Are you interested to in compare your hair art collection to other collections? Oh, mine is nothing. I, 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 yeah, I, How do you know that? Well, because, because if it's yeah. going to be a, a private collection at the museum, there have got to be people with... I mean, you know, I, I used to not be of those circles, but I was aware of these people. I mean, people who are really into... I knew a guy that collected Audubon books. Hmm. Uh, you know, he was a student at, 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 in one of the sections that I taught. And, okay. I mean, the amount of money that this guy spent on yeah. illustrated Audubon books was staggering. This, Didn't I ask this, these questions, basically, uh, earlier on in the podcast? Like, don't is there a hair art community? Is there a... I don't know the answer to that, but I do now, since producer Matt Holt uh, sent uh, Peter John Burns a link. Sometimes I I'm surprised by the I level mean, it of did, your not-depth of your research, to be honest with you. Sometimes really, are you yeah. disappointed in me? No, 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 I'm not disappointed. Yeah. Like, like, you're so curious that you well, start I to look into it. I'm, I'm surprised <clears throat> that I have questions right off the bat. That mm-hmm. you didn't also have. That's I'm surprised. My research that. into this has pretty much been, uh, you know, let me just read and and find out what it is, and 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 you know, when did they make this, and <clears throat> was it all about death and blah 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 that kind of thing. Not, I wasn't really researching, you know, who has the greatest collection of this. Are there people that collect it? But I assume that there are. There are people that collect every freaking thing under the sun, you know. Right. There are people that collect. You cannot, I mean, McDonald's to-go bags. People collect, you know, they want to get every single McDonald's toy that's ever been in a Happy Meal. People collect everything. So I am I know there's collectors of this stuff. Right. I don't know any of them. My wife used to, my wife spent a, a very grim evening one night uh, at one of these rare book school functions, uh, seated next to, at dinner, a man who collected train tickets. <laughs> He had a lot to say about train tickets. She sure. Was, she was sad. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, you know, a, a question I didn't quite think, uh, uh, you know, that we that came up that I, I uh, wouldn't have guessed, but dumb me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly this was done by professional jewelers. Ah. Because they would have had, obviously, the tools. The right? tools, the equipment. The tools, the, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's... Um, I, I, I had not read that. Oh, yeah, one yeah. one renowned London shop had fifty employees in the mid nineteenth century who were all working on this. So I mean, sort of to the point I was making earlier, which was this was a trade, not art. You know, in other words, if you've got fifty employees cranking out hair art, right? That's mm-hmm. you know, that is a an apprenticeship and a skill, 
and again, obviously there were people that were better at it, but nobody thought of themselves as an artist. In yeah, in the same way that like if you are making earrings, maybe the designer considers themselves the artist, but you as someone who is putting the materials together. Yeah, right? you're not an artist. You're a tradesman. Well, I don't see how you could do look, that and not be feel artistic. I don't see how you could do this. I mean, it's rare to see hair art. Like you said on the last piece, this one doesn't grab you as much. I agree with that totally. But it's rare for me to see a piece of hair art that doesn't grab you on some level. And it's it, it has that quality. So that's what I mean. Like if you go to one of these studios where the collections are, there's a certain area like a shop, like you're saying, like... Like a shop like that cranked out though we had the fifty employees. There's mm-hmm. there's certain shops I'm I am i am thinking that that's the shop where the good quality came out of. Like for the people that collect. You right. Know? Well and so also, now oh, I'm right, interested. Right, like right. if I'm in a town where it's on, I'm now because of this, I'm gonna go to that and be mm-hmm. like, I wanna see what the difference is between sort of the top considered what the top level is. Mm-hmm. I can ob- obviously see near the bottom what an average one is. Right, and then where these stand in it, because some of these right. are pretty good to me. Some of these are pretty good, but so you're more interested in this than, yeah, I like that. That's cool. Um, I don't have the money to. I mean, I've seen some that are just like blow you away kind of stuff. The I stuff I've sure. been able to get is I got lucky and found something that someone didn't really want anymore, and it you know blah blah blah. But you know, I'd love to have one of those. The Mutter Museum. How do you pronounce it again, Peter? Mutter. Mutter, the Mutter Museum. If you're Mutter. in Philly, it's in Philly, right? You got to go. It's it, it. There was a a doctor who collected oddities, basically for studying purposes. You know, uh, human medical oddities. You know, and uh, when he died, he, he and he opened this. I don't think he called it a museum, but it was a collection that he had over years and years and years that he allowed medical students to come and learn, right? And then when he died, it was still medical. Stu- it's still to this day, I think, from what I read, medical students come to learn at this museum. But now you can, as a, you know, as a commoner, whatever, you can pay. I think it's, I think you have to pay to to tour it. I think, but it's not that much. But it is just amazing. I mean, there is a wall of five hundred skulls. Each and every one of them are labeled with whatever disease this person died from. So you can see what what that disease does to the human skull. You know, like syphilis eats holes in it. Like really? it looks like Swiss cheese. You know, the, and it's just you know. So they have some. What was what were the? Um, he's got some famous stuff there. So I they had Ben the, Franklin's. <clears throat> they had Ben Franklin. Yeah. It is Philly. Well, Ying and Yang, Ting and the, the Chang and Ang, the Chang two, and Ying. Yeah, the two Siamese twins of Barnum and Bailey fame. They their their stuff is there. You know, their skeleton is, is okay. there. So he's got some famous ones, but he's also got like he's got a soap, what they call a soap person. Right. You know, that died in a bog, and now it, the body didn't exactly decompose in it, but it turns to this soap substance over time. He's got one of those in a solution upstairs that you can visit. Okay. But I'll tell you that there's, there's about four or five things in that museum that I don't think I'll ever forget. One of them was this. He's got a series of skeletons from fetuses, from when the actual fetus in a womb begins to first form and all the way up to right before it's born. See, and I was wrong. I thought miscarriage art was not going to be a thing. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. Bring it full circle. That's nice. Yeah. But... <laughs> 
but yeah, that was full circle. <laughs> but there is there is a stage in the growth of the skeleton, in the human skeleton. That's an alien. It looks exactly like what our basic description of an alien is, with the weird shaped head and the the elongated kind of arms that that seem too long for the body and the short squatty. Because that's because aliens created us. We're right. an alien well, high. We're an alien chariots uh, of the gods, man. Where are you been? Chariots of the gods. Yeah, yeah, we're a hybrid. But I, when I saw it, I thought the opposite. That's where we got the idea for the alien. Oh, okay. By because we were, you know, there was a. It wouldn't surprise me if H.R. Giger was hanging out in that sort of museum. Of course, it wouldn't surprise me if H.R. Giger was hanging out in all sorts of creepy places. Now, yeah. let me ask you this: When you look at these beautiful, intricate flower out of hair, right? Are you first of all? I'm. I'm going to go 100% mm-hmm. that there's modern-day hair artists. Uh, by the way, if you go to the exhibit, they are actually offering a hair art class. Okay, so. exactly. There you go. There's okay. 100% check mark. Tom was right. Now, second thing. Guys with the big, the must- curly mustache. Right, right. Why, how, have the, how has it not been a thing for them to be like, you know what, hair art this baby into a flower? <laughs> You know, on the ends, not one of them has... Well, it keeps growing. That's your problem, is that you're going to have to keep getting it redone. It's like I, getting your tat retouched. You don't think that these guys aren't pompous enough about their stupid... Not that they're stupid. They're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. but back they're, up on the judgments. Yeah, back, back up on up, the but, judgments. But they, they're very... They really love to play with their with their mustache hair and to create, like, these, you know, right. unique looks. I, I just... It's weird to me that one of them hasn't... Like a... Like a like an Osama bin Laden bouquet of whatever. Sure. Like, you, know, I, I, you know, I'm going to venture out to say this. No one's ever thought of it. You are the originator well, we have of the seen, mustache we flower have seen, art. You know, the guys with like braids in their long beard with right. like the beads in it. So with that's beads yes. in it, but that, we're not even getting close to like a, a like flower a, art. Yes, right. but like a mustache turn up right there at the end and then boom into a, into a rose or something. Whatever that one of those intricate flowers. Uh, you're listening Come to on, it man. first right here on this podcast. Those those of you that are out there with, um, uh, what do you call those mustaches? Beautiful just, uh, uh, motorcycle, whatever they're, handlebar. No, handlebar. handlebar. Handlebar mustaches. Raleigh yes. fingers. Yes. Raleigh, that's who I think of, actually. Yeah, of course. Raleigh fingers, yeah. So uh, um, those of you out there with, with handlebar mustaches, work up some flowers in there. Oh, yeah. You got crazy long eyebrows? Booyah. <laughs> And, and, you know, if I actually had crazy long eyebrows and I had paid someone to weave them into flowers, I would just walk around bars, point at them and go, booyah. <laughs> yeah. like, that like, would be my pickup line. Yeah. Booyah. Yeah, like the old life college guy or whatever. You're like, look at that. Boom. Uh, <laughs> two other fun facts for you. It's the dumbest Sorry. thing in the world. That's so great. Uh, two other fun facts for you. Uh, one... Uh, the reason they think uh, a large reason why uh, like upper middle class women would get these manuals and learn how to do it themselves as opposed to farm it out to the jeweler is that uh, they were concerned probably not without reason that some of the jewelers would swap out the hair that was given because like well it's you know this kid had really fine hair or really coarse hair or, you know, curly hair or whatever. And they were just like, yes. this is too much to work with. So to guarantee that it was truly your loved one's hair, you learned to do it yourself. Wow. Uh, that makes total, because like you said, it's like when you handed me that very first one and it was like, you just, I just picture somebody's mother make it like they yeah. lost their son making this and it's like right. the tears and blah, blah. 
and the right. other, like if you'd had that, and then it, you found out later that that he wasn't, wasn't a redhead. Sons, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you get it back; it's flaming red hair. Yeah. <laughs> There's actual red roses made out of hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, the brunette. The other thing, uh, by the way, it didn't seem that it was photography necessarily, though. You know, we could. That was a guess. Of yeah, why, no, why it kind right. of died off. Yeah, right. Apparently, what uh, led to its precipitous decline was World War One. Hmm. Um, in part because everyone they think, at least you know, the academics that were working on this said that you know, people were giving money to the war effort, so you had less time. You know, you didn't have necessarily the wherewithal to, you know, spend your time on this sort of frivolity. Right. Um, yeah. And and also, I imagine that at a certain point, it's like. You know, probably you know they don't mention it here, but I'm I'm thinking you know well you got a one two punch of the flu epidemic and then World War One. There's only that's so much a lot art. of money going that, to the jeweler. Well, also yeah, that's yeah I was gonna say that's a lot. You know, wall space is going to be at a premium at a certain point. It's interesting to me that let's say that World War One was the reason that it kind of died off, and then they just didn't pick it back up. Yeah. The tradition just didn't pick back up after that, you know. So then now it's no longer with us, or maybe it is. Maybe it's coming back. They're offering classes. but I think they're still, offering a I class know, just to tie into the exhibit. Uh, yeah, just clear, as yeah. kind of a, there's one rogue person that still knows how to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, I, I tell you, if you're listening to this and you're in the Philly area, I'd go to that museum, period, even if that. Now let's do the last one here. This one, Tom, you want to describe no, this no, one? No, no, no. What, which one? Which one? didn't come down at your house like which one did you take off the wall of your house to bring here of these what do you mean which one didn't come down like you said you had to take a couple of these down after a while because you're because you know you have something with your son at the beginning well there's which we're w- gonna do we're gonna do another episode kind of a, 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 a t- number two episode of this where is a you know you have more than these? Yeah, but yes, but um, it's it's a little different than these. It, it's like I don't want to get into it, but I, some of those came down. But I took the little, the first one that I showed you with the little boy yeah. sitting there. I mean, how old do you think that kid is? Five. What's your guess? Yeah, I'm gonna go five or six. Five. Something, yeah. Yeah, I, I had, I just, you know, and it wasn't, it was up in my room, you know, I have a room with all my junk, you know, and I have junk all over the house, but that's, there's one room where it's like, that's, you don't touch my stuff. Right, that's that, my stuff. That's right? the man cave. And that was kind of up on, and I. Unless you want to be hair art. <laughs> I, I kind of, I don't know. I, I took that off the wall and, and just put it and wrapped it in plastic, put it in a box, you know. Once you I have just, a child, like even watching a child, like in a, in a, in a show like a crime show that gets abused or killed it makes it makes you or me anyway it makes you, me cringe differently it, my it wife went me. off horror movies once we had kids she's yeah, like nope changes. i don't need it it's so weird you you uh, listen uh, this was two three days ago max two or three days maybe it was driving here i don't remember this is a couple of days ago max i don't know why this thought popped in my head but you remember the scene in kramer versus kramer you know that movie right where he's running with the kid to the emergency room. Yes. Yeah. The kid in Kramer versus Kramer. Okay. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, eh, it's a pretty good movie. If you haven't seen it, Dustin Hoffman is with his kid on the playground and he's talking to another mother. Who's also, you know, their kids are playing and his kid falls from the, the, the jungle gym, the jungle gym falls from the top and hits the ground. Right. And then the next scene is he is running frantically right. through the streets of New York with this child who's screaming. And Dustin is just as panicked as the kid to a hospital. And I remember watching it when I was like, I don't know, 25, 
thinking, well, they kind of did that well. It was a good cut, you know, it was a good right. jump cut and whatever you call it when you're making movies. And now, now I haven't even seen that movie in probably 10 years, but driving, it just, I don't know why it popped in my head. And my first thought was, Oh God, I can't imagine. Right. I can't imagine. You know, he's two and a half years old, my son is right now. And if he fell off that and I saw his, his, his head bounce off that pavement oh. and, and I saw blood, I would be running and screaming just like that. You know what I mean? Yep. So now I don't – I think that picture is gorgeous with that. It, that's probably my favorite one, the first one we did. It's so delicate. It's just two flowers. It almost it, made me cry when I was holding it, to be honest. Yeah, it's a, it's, there's something really emotional about it to me. And I'll, it'll probably go back on my wall. But right now, I kind of just took it off. Yeah, when the kid's 15 and you're like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. When you're thinking about murder, you're like, well. Yeah. I just kind of like, ugh. The kid, and like you said when you were describing the picture, he's not looking at the camera smiling. No. He's looking off into the distance. There's something about it that I just, you know, I love it. It's it, still my favorite, but right now, yeah, I don't want to look much. at yeah, it. It's a little too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if the next episode, I, there's another whole, I think I've, I think I've exhausted all my hair jokes. <laughs> well, then, by all means, we need to replace you That's with right. someone who's reloaded with their hair jokes. <laughs> bring in, snap, snap, bring in a fresh yes. comedian. <laughs> with the smaller mustaches, the next one with some hair Hitler jokes? Come on. There's no right, way this, this didn't originate one, in Germany. That's yeah. all I can think. All right, I'm going to describe this last one, I guess. it's uh, This is a large, this is the largest one we've talked about this episode. It's... 12, 20 inches across, maybe more. Uh, you know, about it's not square, but it's close. These shadow boxes are more expensive than I think I that I would pay for. The the shadow boxes are not cheap. No, you know. Okay. I mean, they're. You know what I mean? They're. Uh, you know, this is a is a deep shadow box. Mm, three inches, I'm, and I'm please forgive me on my numbers. I'm horrible at it. This is a wreath. This isn't individual fly. This is a wreath someone has made that is a good 14 inches down and 12 inches across maybe. Um, there are some beads in here that aren't hair. There's, you know, pearls. I'm sure they're not real, but, you know, fake pearls that are in here, you know, and there is a little damage to this one, you know, which I don't like, but I also kind of do like that. That it's kind of it's it's had some wear. Someone has moved with this. Someone has put this and moved, and it's it's you know before been, it was shadow boxed. No, probably when it was shadow boxed. I mean, okay. if you shake these things hard, this stuff it's delicate. You okay. know, I mean, they're sturdy as hell. They've they've held up since 1850 or whatever. But you wouldn't want to put this on the back of a horse and buggy. And move in a bouncy horse and buggy and travel for three. So three where days. did you find that one? This one, this this one was in Virginia, but it was right across the line from Tennessee. You know where Tennessee meets Virginia, right there. Yep. It was right across the line. There's even a town where the, Bristol is yeah. Virginia and Tennessee. It was yep. past Bristol. Okay. There is a large building that's shaped like a boot. When you pa you actually pass Bristol. You're heading north. You pass Bristol, and on the right, it's out of business now, which would be cool to buy and live in it. It's, it's a building that's shaped like a boot. If you're an old woman, you could live there and have a bunch uh, of kids. That, I was hoping someone would hit that softball. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not that tired. No, I'm so tired that I didn't realize how, how hacky it would be to do that job. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Well, she'd have the pictures up on the wall because 
so many children, she didn't know what to do. That's right. Yeah. But okay. She, so this is a large wreath, you know, and there is a small photograph of a of a young girl in the in the center of the wreath, you know. And when you really let your eye kind of go into each section of this, again, it's not just flowers. Like this is baby's breath in here and little extra. You can see the the design. So let's pass this. And the back is a little. You can oh the, they put lace, which I think is interesting. The, ba- the background of this is lace. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, do you, is there a, do you find when you're out, when you're in these junk shops, do you find just empty shadow boxes like this well-made? Cause yeah, 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 you know, I mean, I have, I have, I think, two shadow boxes at home that don't have anything in them that I, I found cheap and I bought. Now, I don't have one that big. I mean, that, that's, kind of, that's a fairly large shadow box, you know. But I've seen hair art that is much larger than that, you know. Yeah, this is, this is a nice one. But I, I've sort of, I don't know, I've, weirdly I've sort of reached my end and right now of like caring about the intricacies of it. Like this just seems mm-hmm. like a big, like a wreath, but it's, there's so much going on that I'm like, eh. Well, it's really a less is more sort of situation. I mean, I think the one we all responded to, now nah, maybe it was because of the first one, but it's also... Yeah, that little one with that the, boy. The little yeah. one with the boy, because there's, it's not, there's not, there are two flowers. Yeah. Right. You know, it's not mm-hmm. the most ornate, because at a certain point, it's sort of like, all right, settle down, you know? Yeah, like right. this one, like you look at the picture <laughs> yeah. of the girl in it, and then you look at the thing, it's like, wow, they shaved her bald for this one, you know what I mean? This <laughs> is... <laughs> I mean, they really could have made my my head lice theme park out of this thing. Like like Peter said, I mean, in that photograph, her hair is clearly up. Yeah, but I'm kind of with Tom on this one. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's up, but how long could it have been? She looks eight, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of hair. That's a lot of hair. You know, that's a lot of hair. There's no doubt about that. Right, this is is where they started to get like, you know, well, we really like to pay up for it. And then they send it to the jewelers. We're like, hey, there's no way. And they're like, no, 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 no. We we stretched it. We made it finer. And uh, oh, there's another. Girls with uh, air, they could do underarm hair the now. Underarm hair, they could do sure. Yes. Why not? They just I don't want to leave them out because they don't just because they don't have the motorcycle mustaches. I do wonder. I, and this is kind of a I don't know, kind of a jerky thing to say, but it's you know what the hell at this point, you know? What yeah. I mean? <laughs> what? Are you uh, gonna I, seem insensitive? <laughs> I do wonder if there was prestige. I'm sure there was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. You show. How, you know. Yo. Yes. Well, you loved your child somewhat, but look how much we loved. We our loved. Child. Look at this. This is an enormous three tiered wreath. Right. You know. Blah blah blah. Those people. Those people saved their money from the doctor and put it on the put it into the hair arch. <laughs> right. <laughs> like well, we can we can pay to we can pay to try this medication or we can save that money and use it for the hair arch. Right. This is this is how Munchausen's by proxy starts. Uh, I mean and also it has to be said in the, this very ornate one, that is a particularly glum looking child. Yeah. Right. Um, now, I mean I know that, you know, there was the style at the you know in the 19th century that you're not supposed to smile because you couldn't hold it for that long because the exposures were long but still right th- that was a child that did not want to be photographed which in- is endearing in a certain way yeah 
I like that one a lot. Yeah, I do too. I it's like just that, that it's one. the last one, and the other ones are very impressive. Also. Right. I mean, at some point, you know, one right after another. Yeah, I get that totally. But if you're listening to this, you know, we're going to put pictures, of course, on the website. But I encourage you to just Google it and, you know, click the images tab there and just look at some of this stuff. Because it, there's something about it that really kind of grabs you and on a human level to me. Right. And, and maybe in an incognito tab. I mean... Like you don't want your browser history to be like dead child hair art because the the NSA will find you. You'll I, get on I, a list. You know, I I'm just gonna say this. My browser history is it's horrifying. It's I have horrifying. Yes. Yeah, it's horrifying. You know, a lot of people worry about porn on their browser history. Mine's way worse. Than yeah. that. I'm <laughs> I'm looking up hair art and uh, you know what does a bone human bone look like with polio? And, so, is there and, other forms of art in these stores that you're like 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 I was saying earlier, like baby toe art or whatever? Like where you're like, okay, that's too that's creepy. Like or or and hair art has been sort of okay. Is there other like have like, I been ugh. creeped out? Yeah, by, yeah, by things you've seen in these. I, yeah. Creeped. Out. I don't know about creeped out. Really, I. I'll tell you what. This is. This might sound a little. I don't know if arrogance the right word. I'm more creeped out by stupid than I am dark. You know what I mean? Like, um, think of an example. Like when things started to be like mass produced, kind of cookie cutter crap. That. They're trying to pass as art, like Nagels. Like what? Was that a member that was a Nagel? Nagel? The, like, like a Keen painting. Yeah, like when like a Keen painting print. A pr- yes, yeah, like a nineteen seventies nineteen seventies Keen painting print. Yeah, that, it, that you know your grandmother put on the wall and say, "Look at this child with the huge eyes," and you go, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, and everybody's yeah, got one and of I'm these. I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I'm. I don't know if that creeps me out really, but it's it's almost like. There is a certain part of me that's like, ugh. Black Velvet Elvis. No, I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I have an Elvis. There was an Elvis lamp, right? A series. They had four different colors, blue and red. I'm not sure the other two. If, but, if the lampshade wasn't suede, then somebody's fired. Right. Uh, the lampshade. It, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me say two or three yeah. sentences and then see. It's not suede, but it is uh, hideous. Uh really thick cheap plastic that that comes together in a obnoxious uh center it comes together in a way that looks 1974 right. and it's got a gold rings that are holding this together it looks cheap it looks as cheap as it should look it looks as cheap as the rest of graceland yes yeah suede would have been better but they didn't want to go that high you know but right. this is a large lamp and i have the blue one right and I mean, I love that kind of crap. That's, but like, you, you like show gaudy me, for like it's good. That's good because like it's gaudy. Yeah, like they didn't mean for it to be gaudy, but boy, they they hit the bullseye without meaning to. Right. You know, I love that kind of crap. But what grosses me out, what creeps me out, those aren't the exact words I want. But Hummel I, figurines. Hummel figurines are just. I just. I don't understand what is, why. What, what is that? Uh, I mean, you've seen them. You just didn't know you've seen them. They're they're yeah. they're like they tend to be cherubs. They're uh, kitschy uh, ceramic statues that are almost invariably. You never see just one. There's always yeah. you know, if, there's, Someone, if somebody has one, they've got a dozen, yeah. and they're all on a little shelf in the nook. 
Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and like that stuff, and like when you're driving down the side roads and it's like you drive by those places, it's like a yard fill with like all that weird, all those weird ceramic statues. And I'm just like, who? Yeah, I don't who? get bathtub who? Marys. Who buys those? Right. I don't get that. It does that. If you're listening and you, that's great. Good for you. I, no. I'm glad have, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to, not going to crap on someone's, what they like, but. I seen like there's one that's like just mermaids all down the thing. I'm like, who would buy like a boat, a mermaid boat thing? Like, oh wait, that's you. Have a, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you, I, it made me think of right. that when I was making fun of those ceramics My because you have a mermaid. It's not a mass-produced ceramic. Okay. Piece of let's just churn them out. My mine was teak. Mine is teak and was on the front of a boat. Okay, it's right. carved. It's carved and it, you know it's gorgeous and you know. I was just doing that to take a shot at you, but well, you know, but because yeah. you're defending the, I realized as you were defending, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, he has something like that, but it's not quite. You're right, it's not quite. The right. things I'll tell you, the things that really offend me is uh, like I recently. Well, I don't want to say that in because podcast, but I was in someone's house recently that had these framed quotes that they they bought at Pier 1 or Walmart or something. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that crap. Success. It, oh, God. Perseverance. I, look, I'm just... Look, if you buy your Be Original quote from Pier 1, you are not original. That's just the way... If you're buying your bumper sticker that says... Well-behaved women rarely make history, and you bought it at Walmart. You're a well-behaved woman. Don't buy the bumper sticker. You know what I'm saying? I don't like the quotes well, that you, are for sale at Target. Right. Well, right. But to be fair, they could be self-loathing. Like well-behaved <laughs> women seldom make history. Yeah, that's me. Right. I uh, yeah. I, I see what you're saying, but I don't like. <laughs> I don't like that kind of mass-produced. Well, I don't think I've had a joke more harshly judged. <laughs> Stuart's well, Stuart staring at that clock, and he's like, "How do I get off on something? What do we do here? Yeah. No, no. I, we can. We can. Always How edit. do we get off on a high? Yeah. Yes. We can always edit. But you ask me a question, I'm trying to answer it honestly. That's the stuff that I and I see it in junk shops too, where someone is, they've got something for sale that you could buy in 2001 at Target. It was right. crap then. Right. It's crap now. I don't. I don't want it. You know. And and that is kind of. I, I get a feeling in me like. Ugh, so that's how disgusting. long is the line before that crap turns to cool thing that you find in a in a junk shop? To me, hair art was amazing when someone made it. It was amazing when it when someone made it. It was amazing ten years after they made it. Fifty, hundred, hundred and fifty. Right. It's, there's no point in time when that little picture of that boy with those two flowers isn't going to do something to me. Right. Right. That's amazing. And when I'm gone, then it's going to someone else will have it. You know, another person that thinks it's incredible. You know, when the Elvis lamp was made is stupid. You know, it was right. dumb. It's me- it was stupid right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. It was dumb, you know, and stupid in a great way. And, you know, it's like, are you kidding? You know, I remember... Uh, I, God, I was probably eight, seven or eight is my guess, but there was Josh was a friend of mine I met at school and I went to spend the night at his house. Right. And his mother was obsessed with Elvis Presley. Okay. So they had Elvis clocks on the wall. They had Elvis dinner plates, cups, the everywhere you looked was Elvis. I didn't know who Elvis Presley was. Right. I thought he was the coolest looking robot I'd ever seen in my life. (laughs) I thought his... Josh's mom was really cool 
because she was into comic books. Because she had a rug in her living room that was the 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 width of the entire it covered the entire floor, <laughs> and it was Elvis in his big white, you know, stupid costume. Right, so it was right. fat Elvis. He it was, was fat Elvis in this big costume. He looked to me like a space superhero kind of guy. And my parents' house was boring; they didn't have any fat superheroes. And Josh's house was awesome because of that. That kind of ridiculous. Elvis lamp, fat Elvis rug right. thing. Am I am I explaining myself well? Yes. Yeah. Well, in in part because you're always fond of people who are committed and delusional. Dude, yeah. you and would love you... my si- my wife has a s- half sister, right? And they mm. speaking of Elvis, they were that follow Elvis around, collect all the Elvis paraphernalia, <laughs> blah blah blah. And then when Elvis was no more. They replaced him after after a few years. After a decent mourning period. Yes, with right. uh, Barry Manilow. What? You do not replace Elvis with Barry they, Manilow? So what? They, then the room became the Barry Manilow room. What? And they started following oh. Barry Manilow around the country with I'm their leaning, children. I'm leaning away from the microphone. I'm so offended. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling backwards. They would bring him Christmas gifts what? and birthday gifts. What? He's Jewish. Yeah, I was going to say, he's Jewish. Maybe, they, maybe it was Hanukkah. Maybe You're I'm offending Barry. I don't really know him that well. What I'm saying is they... <laughs> Oh. They, they did, they became Barry Manilow heads. I respect it. I respect Barry Manilow heads. I do. I respect, there's a part of me. Again, that's like, that committed good delusional. For you, yeah. Good for you, you know. It brings you joy. Yeah, it's just, I want you to be in a burgundy Cadillac, you know, driving around to, you're, you're hitting up Norfolk, Virginia, because that's where Barry's going to be tonight. You know, there's something I like about that. That's, yes, I like that. Okay, fine. I like that. You they know? talk about Barry like they know Barry. Like, we wouldn't saw Barry. Like I Barry. wouldn't want to be around that for that okay. long. Just, no, you don't want to be around it for that long. But you have to admit that, like, somebody who's become a Barry Manilow head is flying in the face of popular culture and other people's opinions. Yes, they are. And what's yes. even more interesting, let's add something else to this. I don't know where we went on hair art. Maybe we're doing something else. Have but you seen Barry Manilow's hair? He's got a he's had Ooh. a beautiful head. But hair. Barry Manilow has had more number one hit songs than almost anybody you can name, right? Has and yet, he? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. His... I remember, uh, I see this in junk shops occasionally. His, his, I think they call it Barry's Golden Greats or something. His number one hit songs fill up two vinyl records. It's a double album, you know? And there's right. probably two or three of those songs that weren't quite number ones and you don't really remember unless you're a fan. But you could list... It, he never went album. off the charts for like three years, yeah. I mean, there was one album of Barry Manilow songs that every single person over a certain age knows every single one of those songs, even if you hated Barry Manilow. Right. I Write the Songs, I think, is probably the one you're thinking oh of. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't like Barry Manilow's music, but I, you know, you could name several of his songs. You could play the first notes of several of his songs, and I would know exactly what it is. So this is an extremely successful musician. So he should have Barry Manilow heads. He should have, but he's got two. Well, he maybe has more. I don't know if they have competition. Oh, he's got more than two. Yeah. Yeah. You just, yeah, but again, they've gone underground. Like at a certain point, they went, the tide of culture has gone against us. Yes, I agree. But you don't replace... Uh, and I'm not even that big of an Elvis fan, to be honest. I, I like the lamp more than I like his music. Why did that shut the room down? I, cause I You know, cause I just thought I can see that. Like, I can see that you... Because you, you like the... Because he was the... If he was the king of anything, if he wasn't the king of music, he was... 
He's the king of junk and crap that crap. people have and co- the collections of Elvis. Like, he's yeah. the fir- one of the first of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's probably Elvis everything. There's an Elvis Pepsi can. There's probably, I mean, whatever. Oh there's an Elvis yeah, everything. So Here's a great Elvis story. Maybe we should just end on this here. And uh, <laughs> We went from hair art to Elvis. That's nice. Yeah, I don't know how we went from there. I hope I hope the juice and the beauty of the hair art isn't lost on where we ended this. Well, we'll cut it short since we're almost gone two hours. We're, we're almost two hours. Does song that says something about hair in it? Come. Um, I know a guy, and I respect the hell out of this so much. Uh, I know a guy who... Uh, trained himself there's no other way to put it he worked on it at home of how to put a small scissor right like a you know the scissors that you fold up and you can carry them in your pocket you know those sure and they unfold and they're a very small scissor right he learned to work it with his toes he could put it on his toe the scissors put you know put it on his toes and and squeeze it you know with his toe right and the reason he did that was he snuck them into graceland so he could clip a piece of the shag carpet in the tiger room. Just clip it with a scissors that he worked with his toe and then slyly bend down and pick it up and he has it in a little glass case. <laughs> and I... I, to be, I, I That's... You're right. That's like dedication to yes. like a... Wow. Thank you. That's dedication. How do you take his shoes off? I there? don't want. I don't know. I didn't he ask questions in the face of beauty. He's flip flops. He's wearing flip flops like every single other fan on the tour. That <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> right, right. He, right. Was, <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he blended in perfectly. Yeah. Wow. I really like because I feel like this episode we. Um, I didn't. I seriously didn't know where we were going, and then uh, I think you guys like you went through some of the same emotions I did, where you're like you really kind of stunned at some of it, you know, it's, and you were in it. And then, and then you turned around and did some horrible jokes about it, <laughs> which I've done. I've done too, you know, right. I've, you know, I've said th- those type of things too, you know, and, and thought those kind of things. I think and, that's why I'm here. Right. I, on this planet or on the podcast. Right. Uh, well, on this podcast, right. Okay. That's why you're right. like, I'm a, it's, Simmons is going to have some dark, weird things to say about this. This will be fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, it, and it's also, I mean, let's be honest, a distancing gesture. Cause it's like, Oh, look at this horror. Well, let me see if I can push that away with a little bit of humor yeah. as well as all of your listeners. You, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys are here. Peter John Burns and uh, Tom Simmons. We will see you next time. Sounds great, man. Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities is an on-tour production. Matt Holt, producer. Matt Holt also wrote that sentence. If you want to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes. Anything you do is greatly appreciated. You can visit our Facebook page also at Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. We'll post items of interest there, and you can chit-chat with other obsessives. I even stop by from time to time to see if I can buy anything from anybody. I've been Stuart Huff, and Matt Holt has been the producer. I can't believe he wrote that twice in the outro. If you've liked my obsession as much as I do, thank you very much for listening to me.